Kelsonite kind of sounds like a like a metal fragment. It does. You know, not a Wisconsinite group of people. Yeah, no. Hmm. Well, Staten Islanders is easy. New, right. New Yorkers is that sounds fine. Right, right. Washingtonians, right? Washingtonians, I, guess so. I think. You know what yeah. I, mean? I guess so. Yeah, like, weird. Who, who says that though? Oregonians. Bostonians. Yep, Bostonians. Yeah. Some of them just like I don't know why. It just it just sounds wrong. Yeah. And it's only because of the language. It has nothing to do with the town. <laughs> it's like you just don't get a word. <laughs> you just you know you're from there. <laughs> you're from there. <laughs> Illinois, Illinois, Illinoisan. That's a great one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I wonder what that would be. I mean, great in the sense how, how awful it would be. <laughs> Illinoisans. Uh, yeah, yeah, Illinois, maybe. I'm an Illinoisans. Yeah, I'm an Illinoisans. Yes, you are. <laughs> Remember the name Rod Blagojevich? Are we recording by the way? Yeah, I'm recording. I don't hear anything. You don't? No. Wait, but you're but you're not gonna hear it. Remember? Oh wait, wait. Oh, it's only in playback. That's right. Yes, because you're because you're plugged into the laptop. Right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um. But you're seeing it. It looks normal. Yeah, it fine. looks it looks fine. Splendid. Um, well, I was just talking shit about you know people for no reason, <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Um, I, I'm just gonna. I guess I can take this opportunity to to end off the last episode. And if I want to cut it in, I will. If I sure. don't want to cut it in, I won't. Sure. Um, I'm gonna have to cut this session short. I just got an emergency phone call dealing with uh, some rescue cats, so we'll be back next week for you guys. I'm so sorry about the interruption. We'll be back next time. Thank you so much for joining us on. Everything is fine. <laughs> with Georgia. <laughs> No, it was more because I thought you were going to say, I was just really waiting for the opportunity to say, but everything's fine because you were going to cut it short and everything. Like, yeah, no, no. Sorry we had to cut it short and I was like, but everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> With Georgia and Yoni. Yes, indeed it is. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will <laughs> we will continue this very riveting and uh, interesting conversation. Oh, we, yeah, we went through some moments. Yeah, we shared. Yeah. Les moments. <laughs> Les moments. Yeah, that's, that's French. All right. Mm-hmm. Next time. Yeah. If I feel like cutting that in, I will. All right. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. We just, we finished hanging out in your bedroom at midnight, (laughs) drinking and smoking for like a half an hour. That just happened. Well, I mean, to be fair, it was already the second time it happened, but it was still again. Mm -hmm. This is, this is not, (laughs) this is not. What isn't it? Underselling. (laughs) It is overselling. Like, it is literally what happened. You know, of course, it's one of those things as soon as you hear, it's like, oh, is that what you were doing? Mm-hmm. Is that what they call it these days? Yeah, we were just hanging out. You know, we were we were talking, we as they were. say. We were as communicating. They, you know what talking means I now. I was sitting in a chair, mm-hmm. you know. She was uh, lying on my bed. Mm-hmm. Even though I did offer her a chair. <laughs> but she preferred the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet, we are just podcast co-hosts. Yep. I don't say just in that sort of way. Like, it's like not enough, you know, but... No, sometimes it's more than enough. Sometimes it's quite a bit. <laughs> sometimes it is a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of why it's good to keep it like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine how much more intense it oh would be if there was if there was more going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it would turn my spirit animal into a just a bottle rocket. What's your? <laughs> what's your? Do you know candle. your? Do you know your spirit animal? Like, a, like no, in all seriousness. Actually, no. Someone told me that they thought it should be a tabby cat, but. Um, Interesting. No, I don't know. Does everybody have like one by their horoscope or something? Um, How does it work? Is it geometry? Spirit animal geometry. 
sacred geometry. Do I find it if I walk 100 feet south and then make a left? Oh, if you walk 500 miles and then 500 more oh, no. to be the mandibles can I take out. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I over Please. it? Can I, I'll can bike I it. Maybe I'll bike it. It would be like a bike pilgrimage. Yeah. Well, I can stay seated. Well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man that waits at home for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, okay um we'll circle back i was about to get into spirit animals but we right. have but there's other your spirit animals? so there's different ways to find your spirit animals some people know it because that's like different spirit animals depending on which way you take yeah uh, well, if you, right. like you make a left did you know um, right the fork in the road right Save no no time. some people have like <laughs> animals show up a lot in their lives that wouldn't normally be in their lives so if it's a tabby cat like like, tabby cats are around enough that, like, you wouldn't know that that's your spirit animal because they're around. But, uh, like, I have a friend I haven't who's... seen one quite a while. I, I don't normally see them. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you live in Brooklyn, so yeah. they probably get flattened a lot, but, you know. Oh, no. end up as mincemeat on the road, oh, maybe. No, um, no there's... Grilled tabby cat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how they make the pate. Then what the cans oh, of, that no. they feed the cats? Oh. They just take the the mince meat and pate. They, yeah, cate. Oh God! <laughs> Fancy feast cate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's how it happens. Oh, no. it hurts to say. Oh. I know it's terrible. <laughs> there have been there have been so there have been three black cats that got flattened by cars in the past year. Well, it's worse the if they're black though. Yes. Also. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah it's definitely. worse. Yeah. The black cat society, but also you know it can't, yes. we we assume that people just can't see them because you know of they're course. driving at night and, and the of black cats the same yeah well they do yeah so. right they don't but they do yeah. if only <laughs> like, they were on time if only they just oh they just stop being so late what is this cp time cat people time cat people <laughs> I'm on, time. i'm on, sorry i'm on cp oh time i'm God. on cat people time all the time oh, no, <laughs> i was to make only, that sketch i know we do i'm yeah. only 15 minutes late today and i woke up three hours late and i was only 15 minutes late so. right that's you made amazing time i did i also yeah. didn't do the thing i said i was gonna do so that's yes. part of the reason i made it <laughs> i didn't go to white well, plains you know the podcast appreciates your sacrifice well thank you <laughs> hopefully you don't have to continue doing so such things but yeah yeah no appreciate it you know you would think that six alarms would wake you up uh, not if you're me <laughs> depends on the day yeah um, but no, my people can, you can find your spirit animal in lots of different ways. The, the way I want it, like I have a friend whose spirit animal is the owl and their owls are not a thing that's around most people most of the time, depending on what, uh, there are some areas where like that is a normal thing, but where she's lived is not a normal thing. Right. So, um, so she just, I don't know exactly how she knew or, but like, you know, anytime her friends hear, like you hear owls around, maybe you don't see them, but you hear them. Her friends are always like, I heard an owl and I thought of you, you know. <laughs> and she's like, I get so many times with people who are like, I heard an owl. How are right. you? you because know? you make me feel like you have eyes in the back of your head. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, the way that I found, I will, I will tell the very, very, very short version of the story. I found one of the people that I dealt with many, many years ago in Florida, not a good person, but the one thing that he gave me was he did a meditation for me that he read from a book on how to find your spirit animal, and it worked. Okay. And he read the meditation, and I um I gave him information about what I saw, and he was like, "That's I know what, I know what you're talking about. I I know what it is. Uh, let me let me get back to you." And he did. He got back to me a week later, and he said, "What you're talking about is a mythical creature called a Samurg." 
And there's different ways of spelling it because it's not an English word. Smirk. Smirk. So you can spell it S-I-M-U-R-G-H, S-I-M-U-R-G. I think there's another spelling of it. But it is the... Okay. So so the phoenix, I want to say, it is Greek mythology? The phoenix oh, is... Oh, I don't remember. So, I mean, it sounded like the, the word is spelled kind of like it would be it would be from that language. Yeah, it's e- either Greek or Roman. Some kind of, I, I mean, I don't really remember. Like that... that um, some region of history's yeah. European uh wherever the phoenix come from comes from it is it is it represents it's fire right like the yeah. the, the element that, that it goes with that is fire and it's called a phoenix what I saw in my vision was called a submerg and it is the Persian or Iranian counterpart and its element is water so it is the right. counterpart to the phoenix um it's called a Smurg, and it is a giant rainbow bird with a long rainbow-colored tail. And that's what I saw in my vision, along with some other things that let him know uh, that that he let him know what to look up to find it. Um, right. And there, so huh? the closest thing we have to that is a flaming cocktail. Well, that's yeah. like I said, yeah. hey, called a Smurg. I mean, yeah. let's go. Smurg, yeah. It's rainbow. So yeah. it's rainbow season. We're we're fil- we're filming this. We're recording this on June first, which is yes. uh, Pride Month. Yeah. So hey. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll come. You know, have rainbow cocktail. Well, the Smurg and Phoenix, you know, relationship. Yeah. Really, the fire and water. Mm-hmm. There you go, setting fires to the water. <laughs> But yeah, it was interesting because I, I, what I described, I had there was no reason for me to know the the specific details that go along with that mythology. Okay. So it was it was just like you know it's just one of those things. It's like how would I know it, if it wasn't quote unquote real? What to say that would that would let because I've never heard of it before. You know what I mean? Okay. So like it came from somewhere. Yeah. Right. What I described very briefly was like yeah this bird flew in and then a n- different bird flew in. And then another bird flew in, and I was like, what? And then I turned around, and I was surrounded in a circle by birds, all different birds. And then a giant rainbow bird flew in right. with a long rainbow tail. The host of the show. It was, yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And he's like, no, that is what you described is exactly um, the mythology gotcha. around this mythical creature. Right. And he's like, he, at that point he became afraid of me. He's like, I've never oh. met someone with a spirit animal that is a mythical fucking creature. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's I was so like, cool. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I really hear it all. Right. Yeah. Phantom. That's why I'm like, None of this is real. We're all a Sims game for the gods. We're all NPCs and the gods playing the Sims, you know? This is all a simulation. It's the well, Matrix. I, okay. I, <laughs> I just see the, I see the line go red <laughs> on the computer. Well, you're picking up the impatience from me. Okay. That's what it is. We're, we're, we're uh, yeah, cross-pollinating emotionally. Oh, is that what we were doing in your bedroom? I thought I was just smoking and you were nearby. <laughs> Wait, that's what you have to call it when someone's like, oh, did you hook up with that person? It's like, no, I I, I was around. They were nearby, you know? I was in the window. They were nearby. The know? worst excuse of a husband in trouble ever. No, she was nearby. Yeah, she, I didn't engage. She was nearby. I did see her in the room. She was in the room. She was in the room. And, 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 and it would have not taken much time to, to get to her. But I wasn't there. But I wasn't there. And she was not here. I just want to be clear. If you were within six feet of another woman, you were cheating on me. You were cheating on me. Seven and a half. Seven and a half is totally fine. Acceptable. All men walking around with tape measures. Sure are. 
gonna need a six foot clearance. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Everybody, back up! <laughs> That's right. It's like every like you, you, a man can be right next to everyone. Yeah. Until his wife goes to the bathroom. Yeah. And then he has to walk away from the line. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Oh God. <laughs> Sounds like Mike Pence. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he calls his wife mother. Ew. Oh, Ew. God, that's right. I have your mother. You listen to me. No, no, no. It's a, it's a song. Well, again, it's a you know what I mean? Like, there's daddies everywhere. You know. I know. That's like, why it's that be that shocking. It... But it's just that there's it's just there's no sauce to it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no spice to the terminology. It's just like literally, no. mother. Yeah. No, mommy. <laughs> there's a difference between like daddy and father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I like um <laughs> when it comes when it comes to story storytelling. Um, I like to I like it long and slow. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. Apparently, yeah. no, no, no. when it comes to storytelling, yeah. I, I'm totally. We all love a good story. We do. Yeah. So not always in the same um, arrangement, but, <laughs> but no, we all like it. Just when it's really told well, <laughs> and entertaining, and energizing, and engaging. Yeah. You know, inspiring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not condescending at all, no. or, or dictatorial. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think I... What is this, Drink 5? Dictatorial is the name of this episode. Dictatorial. Yeah. Oh, man. We are... I mean, this is literally a midnight session. This is... Absolutely. Just stuff just, just happened the way it happened, and, and, it and we are, we're flying by the seat of our pants right now, right. but that is okay. Right. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel okay, but it depends on if everyone else thinks we are, too. <laughs> I don't know if we're okay. Not everyone. Well, you know. It can't be everyone. No, no. Like, you know. You yeah. Know. I, people. I um no I I like there you know I I'm okay with craziness in a story as long as the world is fully built out the characters are interesting and have arcs and grow and as long as the whatever rules you set up in the world stick to the rules whatever yeah. rules are 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 work in your universe as crazy as it is fine but like don't change the rules as time goes on right. and and right. i and there is a simple just a semblance of of logic that i need even within the craziness of your universe there has to it has to make sense so right. when i heard that i was like what if that what if people thought that that was the twist but it wasn't what if the twist was was even more than that no, you know what i mean really smart. <laughs> um like that's kind of i feel the same way as like when i told I think I told my cousin I had this idea for a movie that I wanted to run by her, like a story, a premise for a feature, and it was something about the end of the world, and she was like, no, that's boring, but uh, either way, the end of the world is coming, just so everybody knows. Oh, it's on its way. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, we, we very briefly mentioned some, so I think I mentioned, oh, actually, I don't know if we kept this, because this might have been... When our when we were having tech dif- difficulties, but I mentioned um, Christian songs earlier oh, on the yeah. radio. Christian songs that you liked very much, and I'm really curious about this now. Yeah, I because I just, from the Simpsons, you remember like Flanders said, like, "Don't you understand? You're not making Christianity cooler. You're making rock and roll worse." <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's how it was for a long time. Yeah, but yeah. I'm telling I'm telling y'all, Christian songs are like are jams. They are like bops now. At least though, at least on the radio station that I listen to, they I like. Gotta, I mean, I don't know how. It's, I still don't know how it's possible, but I'm very, very curious. It's just so hard to believe. I know. Um, Oddly enough, belief is the hardest thing. 
Well, mm-hmm. maybe you gotta have. Maybe I just won't. Should I have? Faith? I won't. I, you gotta have faith, and I won't play it for you. And you just have to have faith about it. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Fuck no. it. I know, right? I know. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, <laughs> I'll yeah. play some for you. But yeah, I was like, there's a, there was a song on here that I was like, wow. I actually am gonna like put that on my playlist, and not because it's the whole God part, because of the music. Right. You know what I mean? You know, I believe that the music could be amazing. It's, I don't know. I don't have to tell you, man. We we rolled by a church party when you were dri- riding our bikes down to the Rockaways. A church party? Yeah, like it was basically a church that had, because uh, we were riding down there on a, a Sunday to go to the beach, hmm. and they were having a, a session, but it was like they had, um, not blocked off, but it looked almost like a quasi-block party, mm-hmm. and there was a stage where the band was playing that was on the side of the street facing, you know, in a way, because it was right on a turn, so like it still was facing a long way and there were people outside and we just got to ride by it was cool we kind of rode through it Mm. and the music was amazing Mm -hmm. it was loud as shit because it's brooklyn you know wait so so you've heard good christian music before that was the one oh just that one time that was the one time okay 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 (laughs) all right i get it yeah (laughs) yeah that's it it was it's interesting because there's a juxtaposition of of this good music on the radio and then on the way back from New Jersey, from one of my gigs, I heard a, I don't know if he was a pastor or a priest or exactly what his robe was, but it was just, he was just like, ugh. he was just like everything that isn't Jesus is Satan. You think, you know, and he was, you, you know, they say like, um, you know, yeah. Christians know the Bible, but the devil knows the Bible better than Christians do. I didn't know that was a phrase. Yeah, but... there's, a, there's a whole, th- there, so there's this whole thing. Th- I don't know if it's newfangled or not. Hmm. Old fangled, new fangled, I'm not sure. Mid fangled. Medium fangled. Medium fangled. Right. Um, Reposado. <laughs> about how, like, Satan is everywhere, yeah. including and especially in the church and is all around and in fact is building their own churches these new fang- new fangled churches that allow everyone and don't see the this particular sin as a sin and just welcome everybody that's the house of satan not and just, i was just eventually like, you have to learn how to hug people for real <laughs> and not just rely on dogma yeah to get through every moment of your day that's all i can think of Oh man, it was. When it gets to that point, I forced myself to listen to it because I was like, some people hear nothing but this growing up, and I need to have a little taste of how traumatic this would be to grow up w- with that right. as your view of the world. I imagine it's someone like I'd someone just sitting down in front of the computer. I bless Jesus for this chair. <laughs> I bless Jesus this chair, this space, this desk, this space in front of me, mm-hmm. and I bless him for this window. Looking mm-hmm. to the right, I bless him for my daughter. The daughter's like, what? Can I just have a minute? You know? <laughs> and whatever. Walking through and I bless the Jesus for the hallway and for the dish soap and for the for the black pepper and everything. I don't, you don't use no damn black pepper. What are you talking about? That's right. It was it's Jesus pepper. Jesus pepper. That's right. It's it's just the perfect level of spice. Salt is the only thing they use. Salt. Again, mm-hmm. salt. Mm-hmm. And, and you're lucky if you get that. Um, no, like, and, e- and even that, I'm... I'm okay with positive dogma, even though it's still it still feels gross. And the worst of it is like, oh, I'll pray for you. You know, it's oh, like yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, mean, all right. I mean, like as far as someone saying that, I don't know what we just accomplished because I'm more annoyed with you, <laughs> and you would have done that anyway. I'll pray for you. You Thanks. didn't have to tell me. Yeah, I... but even that, but it's the negative dogma. It's the these people are. It's like it's they were talking about like 
stop, you know, I think what they were trying to say is that like, you know, whenever God builds a church, the devil builds a church right next door. So I think they're trying to talk about these like new wave, quote unquote, woke, uh, like, op not, it's not called open Christianity. It's like these new multi uh, denominational churches that are technically Christian, but they welcome everybody and they don't have a problem with gay people. And they're just like, Jesus was about love, which is fucking, wasn't Jesus like the first social justice warrior? If Jesus was here right now, do you think he'd be like, we should stone all the gays? Like, I mean, Jesus was I don't, probably gay. Yeah, well, well I don't, don't, don't let certain <laughs> people hear that. But, um, I mean, if Jesus was here, he would be bi too. Like everybody's bi, right? Jesus like, no, no, but it's like, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Did we without? Did we forget that? It's like it's not your job. Yeah, to... but he is only the people that the he's that matter. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like the American Constitution about people. Mm -hmm. And then there's three fifths of a person. That that's not the same thing. There's at all. that. There's that whole people thing again. That whole people <laughs> issue. You just gotta circumvent the whole people thing. Yeah. It's, it's just, it was just very, I forced myself to listen to it for about 25 minutes, and then I was like, okay, I'm done with this. That's the form of Christianity right. that just makes me, makes my skin crawl. Yeah, but then like, earlier, when you were talking about the type of Christians who were like, yeah, it's like if you're out there feeding the feeding the homeless, and oh, I was yeah, like, ooh. Joke. Yeah. yeah, I was right. like, mm, that's my kind, that's my kind of Christian. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. I mean, yeah, like the, the, the energy, dogmatic, whatever it is, like, I don't know. And we, we were talking about this with some friends of mine, which I don't understand why the people who are extreme. I mean, I do understand that extremism doesn't lead to like true connection and knowledge in a general sense. That's my sort of take on that. Yeah. But it's just so strange to me to watch, for example, people who do way too much exercise until they like, you know, choke on their own neck muscles <laughs> or, you know, uh, are, are orthodox in whatever uh, faith they are, but then only relate to the people who read the same book that they do mm -hmm. and only relate to those people. And then every version of that seems to be alienating instead of building community and helping us understand ourselves on a deeper level because we're challenging ourselves by meeting new people. Well, community is only the community that reads the same book that you read and believes the same thing. That's the thing. It's, it's because it stops being a community in my mind. It just stops being that. It just becomes a cult. There's nothing left to share. It's just a cult. Did you, did you read page 11 again? Page 11. Yeah. Of 1,000. Oh, my God. It's so amazing the second hundredth time. Uh -huh. Page 11 really grows on you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, if you spend all this time reading, like, can you, can you not understand, like... Maybe take some moment with us heathens and uh, try to understand where we come from. Oh, no. Yeah. It's Satan. I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> Satan is everywhere. Uh -huh. and, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, when you talk about Satan being especially, that's like a double layer, especially where the church is, especially where God is. It's mm -hmm. like, which villain in which movie or story has had that kind of motivation? Like, you know, if there's a story about like, you know, cops is the, the only way the devil is also in the, in the police station is if there's already also dirty cops there. <laughs> but usually the story in the movie is about them, you know, trying to look for somebody who's, who killed their wife or, you know what I mean? There is a, there is a balance of characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, the police is not a good example, but, uh, but in general, like that's just a weird thing to me where you, you don't have, like, I don't understand how a, pe a group of people who really just focus on the same thing all the time and limit their interactions 
can really refer to where they grow up as a community mm. in the same way that I, I believe in the way that societies throw people together as creating community. Mm-hmm. That's that. I mean, it's probably wasn't the same, you know, 2000 years ago or 500 years ago, but with what we have now and the type of cities we have now, the amount of interactions we can have with people that have different backgrounds is just unparalleled. Yeah. There's so many people we can meet. We can fly across the world. And you're still reading page 11. It's just so good. Like, I just want to keep reading it over and over again. It's just so... Have you gotten past page 11? You, have you seen page 11 lately? Yeah. It, it's just fantastic. It's just... It's, you know what I mean? It's just... So, just shit right. kiss, you know? one of the many pages that I love to refer to over and over again. Mm-hmm. And what is this? The 11th uh, language trans- translation of it? You sure you got all the all the meanings down? Right. Uh, correctly and appropriately? And it and you yeah. sure that you understand the original intent of the, yeah. of the words? Another <laughs> layer of arguments between that. It's like page 11 actually started on page 9 in the old edition. Mm-hmm. And finished in page 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. So your page 11 is wrong. Oh, yeah. can't say that. Mm-hmm. No, right. I, I see some, um, I see some religious stuff on, uh, in the, uh, as ads when I watch, uh, YouTube on a browser that doesn't cut out the ads. Yeah. Um, and some of them, I've been seeing some from, from Jewish leaders, yeah. um, but some of them also from Prager U, my favorite, <laughs> the, oh, the, the yeah, right wing whole thing. But some of them are like Jewish leaders. Yeah. Uh, one was on the radio actually in my car, but, but um, they, some, someone is, was, was talking about like the tenets of Judaism and like, um, like most people know what, think they know what the tenets of Judaism or, or, uh, uh I don't know what else he could like. It's like, you know, Christianity and Ju- Judaism are, you know, inextricably linked, you know, right, but, right, but separate right. things. Right. Um, but he was talking about what the tenants are and the first couple were totally fine. And then it just went off the rails after that. Right, the first right, right. couple were like, you know, probably great, good to not kill people and right. probably good to not like steal and lie. very close to the Ten Commandments. Probably. And that, you know, it's probably better to I not do that. to that idea. <laughs> But most likely. Yeah, and then it just went off to like, there is only one God, and the one God is the God that we call God, you know? And it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Mm. G-O-D, motherfucker. G-O-D, the original G O G G O D. That's right, that's right. O-G-G-O-D. Capital everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is this is going this is going left now. And he kept yeah. going and I was like and it was it was about morality and it was like he people think that um you can create your own morality without without God, and that is not true. Uh, God creates morality, and right. if you have any morality that exists outside of God, it is not true morality. And mm-hmm. and of course, I'm the of the I'm of the opinion if you need a two thousand year old book to tell you how you shouldn't shouldn't act towards other people, one of us is a psychopath, and I don't think it's me. <laughs> like right. I don't need a book to tell me how to not be shitty to other people. You know? Why? Well, that's interesting is like, because I think so many people that I've really met, like most of the people that I know are in the same camp as you. And I am as well. I don't understand the reason for it anymore. Mm -hmm. I could understand the way that, you know, society's developed, how I guess that made sense to have something, you know what I mean? Before we could have messages carried as quickly as we can. Mm -hmm. But now it just seems like an enterprise, Mm -hmm. you know, an institution of money flowing from different places and influencing political power and and sort of like, you know, not really being an agent in any way for what it was originally designed for. 
in any way. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing I can imagine is just like, it must be good if you are part of this um, upbringing to go and let's say go to confession. You know, there's got to be something inherently therapeutic about sitting there and expressing yourself. But again, the style of that with this fucking random dude <laughs> the other behind the wall. And Who we now like, know might have yeah. might have had his own things Absolutely. going on. Like, I don't fucking scenes. know this guy. I yeah. can't see you. I didn't give you any reason to fucking give me advice. Yeah. You know, how about we sit face to face? What do you look like? How about you? You you know what? Let's re- re- reverse the roles. How about you confess to me? How about that? Yeah. yeah. Y'all got a bad record right now. Tell me what you've been up to. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, yeah, yeah. But that's sort of, I mean, I can understand certain elements of it as being very helpful, you know, like of religion. But the thing as a whole just seems like, you know, well, Bill Burr had the best, you know, religion thing. The whole thing was like, Say what we say when we say it. <laughs> say it again and you can go home to your toys. <laughs> you know, like, and keeps going. But, like, that whole, the melodicness of, like, you know, being, like, hypnotized into yes. doing what you're supposed Droning to do. Yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah, like, songs say, make sense. Mil- about nothing against songs, nothing against music, nothing against it in spirituality. But when something like that goes in that direction, it sounds it like just, a cult. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. It was a fly. It was a fly. Oh, oh. you just like. Oh, no, it was a fly. It was a fly. Okay, it went right by my ear. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I mean, that's why I can't imagine that the, that the person who was who was on that radio saying the things he he said. I can't imagine that he didn't think that black churches were houses of Satan because we're we're just happy. You know, like the band is playing and well, it's all upbeat. White churches would have been houses of Satan by that same logic. No, because the devil is where God is. True. So, yep. I mean, I'm not, not saying in... God is inherently in the same place, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to make a white devil joke. You didn't go there. Mm. That's where I thought you were going with no. it. No. No, I didn't think that far ahead. Mm. Far it, was, it was right there. <laughs> no, but I was making a different point. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I guess my brain just... Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, you what? Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't make the transition. They've been there. They've been there. Jungle music. <laughs> um, yep. Do you want to? Do you want to talk about the? Uh, yeah. Interesting. Sure. Um, it's time. It's time. I'm having trouble deciding whether I should go about it in a different way because it's later. Like, and I'm, you know, but I mean, I suppose it just shouldn't worry at all. Um, but in general, like the whole focus of this is like this last month, a couple of things happened in terms of interactions I had with two different women that went in very interesting ways and they were frustrating as all hell at one point or like, you know what I mean? Not overall, Mm -hmm. but at one point it was like, what the fuck is happening? And so I kind of wanted to go over them and see like in different versions, how they, how they sound and what we can get out of it. Okay. Um, and the first one, and I've told you about these, like as far as you know how they how they basically went went down, but but the first one was um, a circumstance where I had about a year and a half ago, or maybe even two years ago, going out with one woman, and then you know she was like, "Nah, I'm good," and then <laughs> she went and dated someone else, and then she was with him for like a year, and that didn't go very well at the end, and kind of whatever. I don't know if it was like a crash and burn scenario, but. She didn't sound like it had, it had like a really difficult sort of end process. Now, a year is not that long. So it's not like, you know, one of these, you know, uh, uh, severe life 
circumstances in that way, but still a relationship that didn't go that well. And then they split up and then throughout the year I'd been sort of like writing her messages here and there, like just in terms of how are you doing, what's going on. And I wasn't like in any way doing some sort of like, you won't date me, I don't talk to you anymore. Mm. So just still, still in contact. And then once they split up, she kind of got more in contact a little bit. And it was like we were reconnecting, but just as friends. And this was some funny shit too, because I remember a guy telling me like that one time. He saw me sitting next to her in my neighborhood, and he was like, "Who the fuck is that? Is this your girl?" And I was like, "No, no, no, no. I tried that already. She doesn't. She didn't want to." <laughs> and he was like, "So what's going on?" I was like, "We're just hanging out." And he was like, "Oh, oh, oh, the friend move. Good job. Good job. The friend move. Good job. Wait, way to go, man. Way to go." I was like, "No, dude. Just I listen. <laughs> it doesn't even matter." It's just a man is like a gun with the safety off all the time <laughs> to other men, like all the time. And it's not wrong in terms of like how we feel, but you know, as far as the actual actions we, we take, there are different ways to go about it. So anyway, we were, we just sort of reconnected as soon as she was done with this other guy. And once we started hanging out again, I was trying to figure out if I was still into her and trying to, if anything, take that time so that. You know, I would let her know down the road if, she, if I was interested, kind of give her a little bit of a space to get back into the single life. And it didn't go so well. Mm-hmm. It didn't go so well. <laughs> she ended up thinking that I was posing as a friend and just trying to sneak my way back into her life as a lover and not being honest with her at all. And that was step one. I'm kind of going to go through kind of, I guess, both of these at one time. But... Um, that is the long and short of the first experience. Like, also, when I told her that I was interested, I did it in the weirdest possible way, which is maybe overselling it, but it was because I was already in her apartment because she was she needed help sort of like, you know... Doing something yeah. in particular. Yeah, in you, the apartment. There, it was late at night? It was. Okay. Both, well, the first, because it was two times I went over, like, the first time it wasn't so late, it was like some sort of, like, you know, early evening thing where... She needs something attached in the apartment and hung up. And the first thing was like she already knew it was going to be. The second thing was like hung up and having trouble deciding where it was going to go. So there was also some like mental shit going on as far as like how to do it, which was fun to do. I love doing that stuff. But it was not something that I was like, you know, um, like I did it for I've done it for friends before. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't it wasn't like a serious thing. Mm -hmm. So either way, but it's a circumstance when you're interested in someone and you're in their apartment and it's like, you know, evening time, first time, then second time it was actually late at night because, I'm sorry, there were three times. The second time was actually when there was someone in her uh, apartment who was helping fix her, fix something in her apartment and he was, he wanted to take money in a specific way and the situation got a little awkward. So she just kind of wanted to have a man over there. And again, totally normal thing. It would be just something I would do for any one of my friends. And then the third time was needing help killing a roach. And the only reason I didn't make fun of her right off the bat was because it was flying. <laughs> she said it was flying around the apartment. I was like, Y'all, All right. if you ain't never seen no roach fly, no. I seen a dragon fly. <laughs> I seen a horse fly. Uh, <laughs> roach flying is one of the most upsetting things that I can think of. You know? But either way, yeah. <laughs> It uh, wasn't flying when I arrived there. It was nowhere to be found. We looked, looked around behind all this furniture, 
And then after just hanging out for a bit, I ended up being like, you know, I'll get out of here because we have no roach to kill. And I'm just taking up your time. Left. And then um, she called and said she found it. And it was in the bathroom, just kind of like, you know, legs up. Just like, but it wasn't dead. It was just like almost. Mm. And then, so it was really easy. But like, just come over and just beat the shit out of it. And then, you know, put... (laughs) 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 You know, but it's like harder when it's moving. You know, that's the the problem. It's just right there. It's fine. But so uh, then it's kind of like the calm down period. Because she literally was probably not able to even go to sleep. Just wired from the worry of going to sleep with this because it wasn't like a roach it was a water bug it was it was it was it was a big boy big boy yeah (laughs) and then so i told her i was like i told her in the weirdest way because i was like look i just met i just met this I, i told this particular woman that i had just met another woman that's how i began to tell her Mm-hmm. Right, already this is so crazy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I might just go out on a date with this this woman. I really don't even I really don't even uh, know what's going to happen because I haven't really, you know, been interested in someone in a little while. But we'll see, you know. Um, but I really don't know if this is like the real thing. Like I don't feel super certain about this. It's kind of more like someone that I met alone like, you know, out sometime and we had like a little bit of chemistry we had some fun talk but it wasn't something that I was uh, super super like head over heels about right off the bat now that may have had to do the fact that I just got a really intense conversation and I met her in the middle of like a weird circumstance but either way and then I told the woman I was talking to I was like maybe you don't realize that I actually am still interested in you and that I'm very I'm a little more certain about <laughs> So I thought I would tell you before I started going to date this other woman. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. You made it weird. Yeah. You made it weird. I did. Alone with her in her apartment later. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did. And then uh, eventually just, you know, left. And then she told me that she felt like I was just posing as a friend the whole time and everything was a lie, you know. So she cut everything off and we don't speak anymore. We'll see if we end up doing that. But I mean, speaking. <laughs> um, you know, but um, as you were telling the story, the first uh, when we when we were talking earlier, I waited for you to tell me how old she was, and right. when you said it, it made a lot more sense to me. Right. Yeah, because she's twenty eight, and right. you are thirty eight. That's it says it. That's a that's a problem. It's enough. It's enough. Yeah, it's enough. It's enough. Now, it's she, enough. if she was. She was more emotionally mature, more like, I don't know. I just, when, when you described all the stuff she had you do for her, not to say that you're not a helpful person, but I was like, you could easily say that she was using you. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, at the same time, like, I think it was just more like I was just kind of, you know, hoping that she would notice that maybe some of the stuff that I was doing was like, look, it may have just been that, like, there was that gray area and she was maybe a little aware of that. Hmm. But being being 10 years younger... There's no reason for me to even worry about these things. Mm. You know, I just shouldn't even, I shouldn't even get myself into that position. Yeah. That's, that's, that's number one. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're recognizing some patterns. Cause there was another, there was another person you told me about that did, did some stuff in a, in a, in a weird way right, that right. was also 28 or well, well, it was 10 years young. It is 10 years younger. Yeah, exactly. Like younger. I was 36 and she was 26 right. and then, yeah, yeah, we were kind of, we hooked up a couple of times and then two years apart. 
Yeah, that yeah. whole like age ain't nothing but a number. It's like sometimes it's age. Each can tell you a lot about some. Well, sometimes really they can num- tell you the a lot. The number is more than nothing. Yeah, the number is more than nothing. The number is more than nothing. That's the reason that's, it's not zero. That's a good. That's a great. That's actually a great way to say it. Yeah, right. it's like well, it's okay. It's truly nothing more than a number. However, the number does have significance. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's the whole. Maybe that's the contradiction. And you know, songs are about what sounds good as well as truth. Yeah. Both. 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 Yeah. So that was the first situation. Um, right. And the side note, the other woman who was the same age group uh, might as well mention the the actual specific thing, which was that I was over at her place and it wasn't clear if we were going to hook up, but it was feeling flirty and it wasn't anything that seemed like it was going to lead to a relationship. It seemed like it was just going to be for fun. Mm-hmm. And either way, um, it didn't seem like it was going to happen. And then so at one point I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> No, no, no. She no. You no, no. She said, "Yeah, I think I'm just gonna like go to bed or or I'm." Oh, gonna, she I'm, did initiate. I'm yes, sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. No, because there were two different times, and the second time I left, the first time she said she was gonna go to bed. Okay. Right, right, right. I'm sorry. So the first time she um, she said she was gonna go to bed, I was like, "All right," and I think I said, "You sure?" <laughs> because you, were you guys like that were you guys one... like. Was it just? There was a lot of build up to that night. Okay. In particular, it was like hours of build up. Okay. And uh, but I was like, okay, all right. So you know that I and I think that's what it was because it was, maybe that's why it was more significant even because she initiated. Okay. Like this separation, like right. I'm gonna go to bed. Yes. And then I said, "You sure?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I said, "Okay." And then I said, "Can you, I use your bathroom yes. before yeah. I leave?" And then, and then she said, sure. And I used the bathroom. And then when I walked out of the bathroom, she attacked me. And then we, we went and fucked in her bed. Yep. <laughs> okay. And it was like the, it, it seemed like a security measure. Okay. You know, to me. Yeah. It seemed like I want to make sure that he's not going to try to be pushy. And then I'm fine with it. You're right. So again, like the intentions, it seems like there's nothing wrong with it. It's just the way that they're manifested. That's quite confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second time I was like, all right, I'm going to go. And then... You know, while I'm putting my shoes on, she comes out dressed completely differently. I was like, this is... Never... Dressed to quickly be undressed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just came out with a robe. I was like, this is... No one's ever done this for me to put my shoes on before. <laughs> Are you putting your shoes on? Let me go put on something more comfortable. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, wait, you want me to fuck you with my shoes on? Is that yeah. what's happening? Shoe fetish? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was the other uh, person in the same age group. Um, but yeah, that was, that was like, that was within this month and it was a, uh, uh, something where I remember being like, it made me want to totally reevaluate, uh, one of my patient qualities or whatever you want to call it. But like, it, it just makes so much more sense to just be straightforward right off the bat and just not waste any time and trust that the person will deal with the information and not try to, you know, be so careful about it beforehand so that you've been thinking about it for weeks or whatever it is and and let it sort of build up in your own head Mm -hmm. that's all because then along the way there's other shit that's going on and i'm making sure that the the furniture is right (laughs) (laughs) which again like i've done this for other friends of mine as well like it's not it's not anything extra but it just puts you in a circumstance when you're then at their apartment you have feelings for the person it's just kind of it's it's a mixture you know but it doesn't mean that, like, you know, it doesn't mean that um, 
you know, the, the problem I had was that it made me feel like all of my intentions were like criminal right off the bat or wrong. And that's where I think it was like, you know, the reaction was like, look, it's, making a mistake is one thing, but like, you know, having the intentions of specific like manipulation, misleading, disinformation, and trying to get the person to not know really right, left from right or right and wrong or truth from fiction is a different thing. Yeah. But I was, I was trying to figure that out. And I think, you know, I guess the age thing is the primary factor, but I don't know, before I go to the next one, what do you, yeah, I do think the age thing has, um, has a role in it, but I also think that you, um, you're a special breed as am I. And, (laughs) (laughs) and if you're, if you're, if you need someone in your life who you can communicate openly and honestly with, she'd let you know that she's not that person. So even if she was, older than you she could still just not be a great the same thing i said about the other woman who attacked you after you you know we're getting ready to leave it's like maybe they're just bad communicators you know and it's like some people will be bad communicators to the day they die some people will just not be Hmm. will just not understand you as a person and will not be able to communicate with you on on your on your level it just will never happen you know so i mean like was i that that type of communicator when I was their age. I don't, I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not saying you know that. Yeah, I'm like, I, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, we met like, you know, two years ago. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, I'm wondering if that's even a fair comparison in that case. Again, back to the age, but. Also, you're not a woman, you know, you know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, a whole, yeah. Like I, as a woman, the way you described her, like she, she ghosted you basically. Like you were just keeping up tabs on her. You weren't trying to hook up with her. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, really blah, during that time that she was with. Right, and she goes to you because she was with somebody, and then as soon as she breaks up with somebody, not only, she doesn't text you, like, hey, like, let's hang out, here's why I didn't, like, who knows what the reason is, like, if the reason is, well, I had someone. Something like that, like, I'm sorry, you know, I've been out of touch, there's been a lot going on, but either way, like, we'd love to catch up and reconnect, it was like that. Okay, I, I personally wouldn't immediately get someone I ghosted, and then of recently reconnected with to do stuff for me like, like i wouldn't do that that's you know the kind of thing where it's like i i didn't understand her surprise that mm-hmm. i was interested i didn't get that i still don't like but as far as like the way that i manifested it yeah it was weird but i think that was partly because the whole situation was weird yeah like well also like i got weirder because because i didn't understand what was going on yeah and i was just trying to figure out like Look, we just go grab fucking coffee. Right, but you, but you, but you want to communicate openly. And when she, yeah. when she told, when she wrote, I guess I don't know if it was a letter or email. However, she, however she text message, yeah, text yeah. message. I right. think you, you were just trying to like hook up with me, blah blah blah. And it's like there's a difference between whatever she said and hey, let's go get coffee. I'm feeling uncomfortable about what happened. Um, You know, there's a difference between like, I would like to communicate with you openly because what happened made me uncomfortable. And I think you were doing this. Right. And it's like, well, there's no, if I think you were doing this, doesn't invite a response from you. It's just, you know what I mean? Right. (laughs) If it's, you know, I mean, and it's accusatory in that sense. All I did was just be like, look, this wasn't even, these weren't even things that I was aware that I was, the the impressions that I was creating, but I apologized for the things that, 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 that that she felt and that like, not in the disingenuous, like, I'm sorry you feel that way. It wasn't like that. Sometimes that is the appropriate thing to say though. But I mean, like, the, the nuts and bolts of it are that, like, in terms of, like, I didn't mean for this to, to come out 
to my, I didn't mean for this to be like that. Yeah. This is not what my intention was. Yeah. And I see that you feel this way. I am sorry for that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that I, I feel like my intentions were what you think they were. Mm-hmm. And then that's the kind of sort of circus that we got ourselves into in the moment as far as that goes. I just think it's hypocritical. If you're, if you're asking me from like a woman's opinion of the situation, I don't like her. You know what I mean? I don't like her. I haven't talked. I haven't talked to you for a year because I was dealing with another. Another. I was dealing with another dick, and then when that dick was over, I was like, "Well, this dude's got a dick, and he, you know, who knows? Like, I wouldn't. I would never be like, hey, come over and like do work for me, even though I haven't talked to you in a year. I would never. Well, she asked. You know. But but the audacity to ask, (laughs) even the audacity to ask. Yeah. Right. After not talking to you for a year, to me. Well, you know, it's she, like not again, okay. that all of that is gray areas because it's not exactly that she didn't talk. It was more that she would just take like weeks to get back. Oh, my God. No, you know? no, no. <laughs> she, it's not that she didn't respond to me. It's that she took three weeks to get back to me. You yeah, know? but that's like also kind of some New York shit, too, where people don't really see each other for months. You know what I mean? But as far as like I never really get worried about people taking time because I do that with them, too. But I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. You you hear me, right? I so do. I, I think do. I think that you were more worried about you about how you came off in that situation than you needed to be because I because I don't like her actions either. Not to, not I, to say no, either, I get you. but I yeah, don't yeah. I don't I think that the way she responded was perfect because now you don't know how to deal with her. <laughs> well, sure, I mean, it's become very clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you like, spent the last year checking up on her, and now like you don't have to check up on her because right. you know how she moves. Right, right, right like right. I, like how she moves is like not the move. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't tell though if that's just something like it's a it's a person that I actually have things that I didn't really see very clearly, or if it's just like we were talking about, you know, find out that like she turns like thirty four. And then has a whole different perspective. She she could. Yeah. Who knows? And who knows? Who knows what her background is? Who knows how she was brought up? Maybe she was brought up to believe that men do do stuff for women, and like that's just what it is. And when you have a guy friend who can like do stuff for you, he should just do stuff for you. Sure, sure. You know, sure. and it's like I wasn't brought up like that. Yeah. You know, if right. a guy did anything for me. I would, I would be like, okay, like, if you come over and do this, like, well, I'll buy you a pizza and your favorite beer, or, like, I will give back to you in some way, and it seemed like she was like, oh, no, just me being in your life is your gift, is your, is your reciprocity. Well, yeah, that's kind of interesting, <laughs> because I think when it comes to dating, you know, I mean, some women that I know will be like, yeah, absolutely, pay my phone bill, you know? <laughs> wow. Okay. But at the same time, like, this wasn't even... A, this was exactly not a yeah. circumstance where we were dating. This is just two people that know each other. So as far as that goes, I think I kind of, you know, just let myself get into a certain circumstance because I was being, it started with me overthinking and with me just sort of being kind of like getting into a circumstance where I got way too in my head just because I was trying to make sure the other person was going to be all right. And they'd been fine from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And there was no reason that I had to worry about them in that way. Mm-hmm. But then to have it sort of get flipped on me was like, first of all, just quite surprising. But even though, even though, like the way that I delivered all the information, it made sense that it was going to go haywire. Mm-hmm. But I still was kind of like, come on, you can't, you can't like understand that this was really not. It was really just a a, a mix up of my own of my own actions, not my intentions. Mm-hmm. Really just trying to make sure everything's good. You know what I mean? If you don't want to date, it's fine. This is New York City. 
I'm here for a reason. <laughs> There's a you on every corner, honey. It's not, it's not a you on every corner, but I don't have to walk a mile down the gravel road to get to a bar. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is going to be okay. Like, we can have coffee, and I'll, and I'll grow from that. Like, I'll be all right. But at the same time, I can also understand how women would be that nervous that, you know, because men flip out and just like, you know. Don't take, they don't, men a lot of times don't take rejection, rejection very well. Yes, rejection and aggression is a thing. Yeah. It, it sure is. So that's kind of where it gets into a little like emotional ping pong, just kind of going back and forth. Mm. I still think, I mean, like uh, communication is just, it's just the hallmark of, of yeah. life. So if you can't, if you can't communicate openly with somebody, even if like you do, you know, you say the wrong thing and do the wrong thing because it's awkward and you're, you're just unsure of how anything is supposed to go like you sh- you should be able to recover from that like no you know what i mean it's it's like it's like it's it's fine right something was awkward and, and felt uncomfortable okay right. i felt awkward and uncomfortable with what you said can we talk about it right 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 you know what i mean yeah that so... was kind of the disheartening <laughs> part that we just can't right but and and she showed you who she was right so yeah by shutting that down i guess you know I mean, the, the, the final part of that was just shutting it down. But the whole setup of it and the way it kind of worked was, yeah, it was frustrating. But, you know, you get to know people like that. You sure do. Yeah. They'll tell you, uh, they'll tell you who, are they, who they are quickly. So you, be, you being who you are will let you know who other people are very quickly. Sure. Yeah. I'm really good at finding shit out quickly. Yeah. At this point in my life. I found out from also the second encounter. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Round two. 